Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. When organizations are about to go live with new technologies, they oftentimes do a readiness assessment to make sure that they're ready for the go live. But what exactly are the measures that organizations can use to quantify how ready they are and what the risks are? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And as organizations embark on their digital transformations, they inevitably come up on that window or that period within an implementation where they have to start thinking about go live, when they're going to be ready, what the risks are, and whether or not they really are going to move forward with pulling the trigger to go live with new technology. Oftentimes, organizations will conduct a go, no-go assessment, a kind of a yellow, red, green sort of assessment of where things are and where they think the status and the risks are. But that's typically a very qualitative exercise. It's usually based on gut feel. There's not a lot of measures or metrics behind that. But what organizations should be doing instead is looking at tangible measures that quantify how ready the organization is. It's very rare that an organization is going to be 100% ready, but we can at least quantify how close to 100% are we. And of the areas where we're not at 100%, what are the risks there and are we comfortable with those risks? And quantifying these measures are very important in terms of ensuring that the project team is comfortable and ready to go forward with the go live, but also so that your executive steering committee and your executive team can be comfortable as well. Now, the reason this is so important, in addition to getting that alignment and understanding and quantification of risk and readiness, is because operational disruption is a very damaging and costly thing that affects too many organizations. In other words, they go live with new technology and they spend exponentially more fixing problems after go live than what they spent on the original implementation. And those costs are oftentimes hidden and unexpected. So that's why this whole concept of quantifying and identifying what the right measures are for go live readiness is so important. And one more caveat before I jump into what the measures are and how you can measure your go live readiness is that the measures I'm gonna talk about are only as good as the inputs. So as I talk about each of these concepts, you just wanna make sure that you understand the inputs into them. And I'll come back to that point as we go but you wanna make sure that you're measuring the right things and that you have the full picture of what it is you're measuring. Now, before I dive into these concepts, I also encourage you to download our Lessons from 1000 Digital Transformations ebook. It provides a number of best practices, lessons learned, and tips to help ensure that your digital transformation is successful, including go live readiness. So I encourage you to download that. You can find that via the links in the description field below. The first and probably easiest thing to measure leading up to go live is user test acceptance. So when you've gone through the technical testing and then gotten to the user acceptance testing or the conference room pilots, depending on what you call it on your project team, you want to measure what percentage of scenarios have successfully passed the user acceptance test process. So again, we're not expecting that we're going to have 100% conformity and 100% validation that every process is working perfectly and that every stakeholder that's involved in the testing process has given 100% thumbs up, but we at least want to have some sort of measure that tells us how close we are. 
Now the caveat to this though is that this measure is heavily dependent on having the right denominator. And the denominator in this equation of understanding what percentage of the test scenarios have successfully passed user acceptance testing is based on the assumption that you have the right scenarios in place. One of the problems that organizations often have is they don't have the right process and test scenarios or they don't have enough of them. So in other words, maybe it's only enough to cover 40 to 50% of their core operations, but there's a whole host of other test scenarios that they haven't tested or measured. So they falsely believe that they are ready for go live when they haven't considered some of these exceptions or these other business processes. So you wanna make really sure that before you start relying on this measure of user test acceptance, that you have the right scenarios and that you are capturing all of the end-to-end -end processes that are gonna be important to running your business after go live. Another aspect of user test acceptance that can be measured as well is requirements traceability. Presumably early in the project, maybe even going all the way back to the evaluation and selection phase of your project where you first evaluated and selected technology, you presumably had a set of business requirements that you know you wanted the transformation to address. And at some point later in the project, you go back and you measure what percentage of our business requirements have we met. And ideally, you've met close to 100% of your must-haves, your critical business requirements. Maybe your lower and medium priorities aren't quite as high, but you at least have a good understanding of what percentage we've accomplished. And we can then look at the results and decide whether or not we're comfortable with that measure. So that's another way to measure the results of user acceptance test as well throughout the project. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Another measure that can be very useful in identifying and mitigating risk is a measure of how clean your data is and how ready the data is. When you think about some of the showstoppers and things that can really disrupt a go live, oftentimes what happens is you have technology that's been fully tested and vetted, the configuration works, the customization works, the transactional workflows work, but now suddenly we do the mass data load of all of our legacy data into the system and it doesn't work, partly because the data isn't clean. Technology might be working perfectly, but the data is not clean, and therefore we're ending up with bad transactions and inaccurate information. So we really need to make sure we understand and measure how clean the data is. So for example, you might find that we've only cleansed and validated 10% of our entire data set that we're gonna be migrating. That's a pretty high risk data migration proposition because there's 90% that we haven't tested. We have no idea if that data is ready and chances are it's probably not. On the other hand, we might find that we have validated, tested, and cleansed 90% of the data, in which case we're not at 100%, but we're pretty close. Maybe we're comfortable with that and we can live with that risk. If not, if we're not comfortable, then that tells us that we need to go back and do some additional work to get those measures 
to where we need it to be to be comfortable to go live. Another area that's relatively easy to measure is user adoption and change readiness. There's a whole host of ways that we can measure people's readiness and key stakeholders' readiness prior to go live. When you go through the training process and we've trained end users on how to use the technology and how their new business processes are going to work, we can actually measure what percentage compliance and understanding each person has within the organization. And inevitably, we're going to find that some parts of the organization have higher percentages than others or have more favorable results than others, but at least we've quantified it now. We've quantified how compliant and how close to understanding people are with these new processes and tools, and we can make educated decisions on whether or not we're ready or if we need to take any sort of remediation, sorts of action, or refresher training to ensure that we have the people ready before we go live. Now again, the important thing here is to make sure that you have the right denominator in measuring this. So in other words, we need to make sure that we have the right training materials and the, and the right training scenarios to ensure that we're measuring the right thing. If our training scenarios are flawed or incomplete, it may lead us to falsely believe that we're ready for go live when in fact we're not because there's other training processes and scenarios that we should have had up front. So that's the part that's hard is because you need to make sure you've got the qualitative understanding and comfort that you've got the right population that you're measuring. But once you do, then you can start to rely on those metrics to determine whether or not you're ready from a digital adoption perspective. Now the next measure that's important to determine whether or not you're ready to go live is the contingency planning. In other words, do we have contingency plans for different parts of the business? Or what percentage of our operations have some sort of contingency plan if things run into trouble at the time of go live? For example, you might identify shipping as a very important part of your go live, a, a showstopper, something that cannot fail when we go live. So we might look at the shipping process and say, how ready is that part of the organization? But also, what is the contingency plan if for some reason the software doesn't work or the system creates problems or operational disruptions, what's our fallback plan? What percentage of our operations have that sort of fallback plan? And the higher the percentage is, the more comfortable executives are probably going to be in moving forward and taking that risk. The lower the percentage is, the more concerned executives might be with some of the risks that might be incurred from that. So making sure that we have that solid understanding of what the contingency plans are as well as what percentage of the operations have some sort of contingency plan is another way we can measure go-live readiness. So all of these measures we've talked about so far lead us to a sort of a risk assessment scorecard. We can quantify all these different measures and others that we've talked about here today, and we should end up with some sort of risk assessment scorecard that puts some meaning and some numbers behind a red, yellow, green sort of an assessment and it also provides some clarity and understanding for your executive team to make an educated decision on whether or not they should go live and whether or not the organization is ready for go live. And this is really important because go live is a decision that should be ultimately made by the executive team. They should be fully aware of the risks. They should be fully aware of the quantitative metrics that we've talked about here today. And they should be the ones to decide whether or not they're comfortable with the risks and trade-offs that go along with that. No organization is ever 100% ready but they need to be comfortable that based on the risk tolerance of their organization and whatever time pressures they might be under to move forward with the digital transformation, they need to make sure that their strategic objectives and priorities are considered as well, and they ultimately need to own that decision. 
the project team can provide the scorecard, provide the recommendations for what they think, but ultimately it should be the executive team that makes that final decision. So that risk assessment scorecard is a really important way to do this. And there's also another framework I can share with you, and I'm gonna show you a graphic of that right here, which is our quality assurance framework that we use in helping clients in their digital transformations. It's actually a framework, covers 13 different areas, and we assess an organization's readiness in each of these areas. This risk assessment is used from start to finish to identify what the risks are along the way so that you can start to mitigate those risks. And that's another framework that might give you some additional ideas for additional measures and metrics that you might use to ensure that you're ready for go live, or at the very least, you're measuring your readiness for go live. So I encourage you to check that out. You can actually download that. I'm gonna include a link to that below. And in addition to that, I'm also gonna include a link to our Lessons from 1000 Digital Transformations ebook, which provides a number of best practices, not just to get ready for go live, but to plan your entire implementation and everything from your program management to your change management, go live readiness, process improvement, all the stuff that's required to make a digital transformation successful, we've provided those best practices within our ebook called Lessons from 1000 Digital Transformation. So I encourage you to download that. You can do that via the link in the description field below. So I hope you found this information useful and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.